Hey Alexa, what's the definition of hustle? To be aggressive, especially in business or other financial dealings. You're listening to the H for Hustle podcast, designed to inspire future entrepreneurs to take the leap from working for someone else to pursue their passions and side hustles and turning them into full-fledged businesses. My name is Jerome Fenton. I'm a serial entrepreneur. Every week, I'll be speaking with an entrepreneur that has taken that leap. We'll be talking about the lessons they've learned and how they've turned their passions and side hustles into full-fledged businesses. H for Hustle Podcast, welcome back. Another illustrious episode up ahead. Guys, I want to say thank you so much again for listening to podcasts. Next, make sure you guys are sharing this. Tell a friend to tell a friend. The fastest way this podcast grows is by telling someone else that might need to hear this podcast or someone's story. Just share, tell a friend to tell a friend. Today's podcast, we have Brandon Fassberg from the avocado club now this is a very very interesting story um and i don't want to like tell you all about it brandon has a very very interesting story of how he's building a business um and he's used the internet and used instagram to build his company to where it is now and where he's plans on going so i'm not going to steal too much of your time let's get into that episode right now boom H for Hustle Podcast, welcome back. We have another illustrious guest. Uh, we have Brandon Fassberg. Brandon uh, is for the founder of the Avocado Club. Brandon, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Jerome. Really, really honored uh, to be your guest. Got it. So if I was to ask you these days, what do you do for a living? What would that be? Well, uh, you and I spoke a little before and I mentioned that, you know, that has changed over the years many times, but nowadays you can find me trying to build first the perfect uh, product and build the perfect customer experience and try to combine those two for just uh, one combined, incredible, memorable experience for customers and in just the simplest form, just trying to achieve that. Got it. So when I first <laughs> when I first uh, saw your brand, uh, saw the Avocado Club, I was like, whoever this person is must really love avocados. So can you explain to me where did the Avocado Club come from? Why avocados of all things? Where did that all happen from? Yeah, totally. Um, definitely a popular question. And uh, when I first came across the avocado, it was in a piece of sushi. Mm. that uh, I was eating with my sister in the back of my mother's car on the way back from, I think, uh, apple picking or something, picked up some sushi on the way back. And I've never had sushi before. And mm. I definitely never had avocado. I was maybe like seven or eight years old. And I saw this thing and I just thought like, what is it? It looks so gross. Get it out of here. It's green. <laughs> it's green. Like, what? This isn't food. And I used to poke it out uh, with a chopstick before okay. I ate my sushi. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, there's no way I'm ever going to eat this stuff. Fast forward a few years later, uh, I can't get enough of it. Um, I grew up with a very healthy family. You know, we mm -hmm. cooked most of our meals. Uh, that we love takeout and still do when we're around. Um, but I, I grew up uh, with an appreciation for food, for ingredients. Uh, being from Queens, New York, uh, you're, it's kind of um, automatic for being exposed to basically every cuisine the planet has to offer. And uh, I mean, you, you live close I'm by. A I'm, sure I'm a native New Yorker. I'm originally from the Bronx, but Queens has... I'd say one of the most diverse, like, uh, is, is the most diverse uh, borough, I would say, because you have Flushing, which is like going to a whole nother, um, like, Asian, like, community. Then you have, like, Hillside, Hollis, that's, like, really Caribbean, that uh, Jamaica area, really Caribbean. And you have Jackson, which is really Italian, and then partly Tibetan. It's like, it's, uh, there's so much, and then you have, like, 
um, a lot of Latin food. I mean, from Peruvian food to Dominican food to Puerto Rican food, you have everything. So Queens has a, a, a and then you have Astoria, which is like a huge Greek community. So you have, you know, this this like really, really like diverse food. And if you, if you live in Queens, you have to eat a, a little bit of everything. You can't you can't not do it. Yeah, I don't think I could say it any better. It's, it's in my opinion, the food capital of the world because it's everybody's food all yeah. in one place. Yeah, so, blocks away from each other too, like literally across the street and it's like a whole different thing. It's like crazy. Yeah, I could throw a stone to any country right now like <laughs> yeah. from where I'm sitting, um, which is unbelievable. So I was also raised by two chef uh, restaurateur parents. Oh, wow, who, okay. Yeah, they, they met in a deli uh, originally. And I mean, that was their beginning, which was food. And I just feel like it's been an automatic kind of legacy just for me to carry it on to, Got it. uh, you know, join the business, do something, join the industry, uh, but do something original and on my own. So, uh, late 2017, I'm, cruising Instagram and I'm seeing a very large, larger than usual amount of avocado based content. Yeah. So the modern millennial, uh, which I, I fall into and, uh, I love avocado. And I think just realizing with the social media marketer and me, the brander and me is that the avocado, like we said before, it's green, but like it's vibrant and, it's healthy and it's so creative in itself. Um, and it's so strong and powerful that it makes sense. Excuse me. It makes sense that millennials who are trying to save the world or trying to be healthier and trying to change the way things are done would be drawn to this, this fruit. Yeah. Um, and during this time I was like, I was looking for my next project. I was looking to just make something but I wanted to make something big and I wanted to make it special. I wanted it to make an impact um, and I wanted it to be fun and also not too serious. Got it. And I just thought first thing I'm going to do is go to Instagram and I'm going to see what's out there. And I saw a ton of content, people cooking avocado, painting yeah. avocado, um, just talking about its benefits as like health professionals and, I thought, what if I could create a community of people who, you know, I guess worship or appreciate the avocado? <laughs> it's a, I know it's a strong word, but it kind of speaks to like what the brand is now. Um, and bring them all together in this one place where we could celebrate the visual and nutritional benefits of the avocado, but in a fun and creative way. Yeah. Yeah, that also speaks and like makes fun and pokes fun at like the millennials' obsession sure, with avocado. Yeah, it's kind of interesting because avocado, like like kale, has gotten like a, a second reemergence somewhere. It's kind of really <laughs> weird because growing up, I'm originally from Jamaica, so growing up, like avocados, we never had the little ones. We had like the bigger avocados, and I growing up, it was called a pear, so I, I knew it as a pear, <laughs> not as an avocado. And it would be something my mom would just slice a piece and put it on your plate, and I would like never eat it. And then eventually, over time, you start eating. You're like, ah, it's okay. And then all of a sudden, like you said, in the last I'd say two to three years, it's been this avocado craze. And where do, you, where do you think that craze comes from? You know, I think that also those, I think the avocados that you're referring to, they're like they're the big ones, but they don't have a lot of fat content, right? No, they're like very, like, very lean. and Yeah. And it's like super like watery, like usually when you cut into it, it's like mostly watery. Yeah. I mean, I've seen some of those. Those get huge. Yeah. They're like um, this big. They're like super fat. And they, it's kind of crazy. They're like, they're like dinosaur eggs. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. Actually, they used to be called alligator pears when they were first discovered um, oh. because they actually feel and look like alligator skin. Um, wow. Yeah. So, fat so, <laughs> so you literally created a, a, a group that people could just come and praise the avocado. That's what the purpose of the avocado club was in the beginning. Right. So I think it's important to mention that like my background uh, is uh, social media marketing, uh, design, like storytelling, influencer marketing, okay. um, and just like content creation. Okay. And if I was going to do this and I was going to want to wake up every morning and say, I'm excited to talk about avocados, 
I needed it to be well done and I needed to, I needed it to be designed well as well. So I thought Instagram, that's where I'm going to start. And I got to come up with a name and I got to design the hell out of a logo, Mm -hmm. but I don't know how to design a logo. So I thought, all right, it's a community. It's a bunch of people uh, creating all this amazing content, but it started out as a curation account, like a share account. Oh, so, so take other people's ideas and just and just play, play them on there. Yeah, but always, always uh, add credit to whoever's uh, content it was. Got it. But the Avocado Club, that Instagram served and still does serve as a, a platform, like a stage where you have like the big names, uh, like restaurants or chefs and food stylists making these incredibly visually styled dishes. But then you also have like Mary and Sam here in Queens who just like want to make avocado toast, toast and they have terrible lighting and but they take they took the photo, but they're like they're involved. So we yeah. share them as well. Got it. Um, so the thing is that like the avocado club and now and forever is that it's a place for everyone and it's a place where we can introduce the avocado in a way that's original and fun. And um, I wanted it to grow excuse me, I wanted it to grow on Instagram because I thought that's the best way to organically grow a community. It doesn't matter what you do yeah. um, as long as your intentions are good. Um, and I spent maybe four or five hours every day since in that day, December 2017, following, liking, commenting on about thousand pieces of content per day. Wow. Um, all revolving around avocado just (laughs) just just one channel on instagram it's crazy right so you were just Uh, sitting in a hashtag and anything new that popped up avocado you were like love it (laughs) the the recent the recent tab on hashtag search is your best friend yeah any business you're in um and i wanted the thing i knew like with my background is that you can like you can comment you can follow you can say the most personal amazing thing but when they check you out, if they don't like what they see, They're gone. you're, you're going to lose them. Yeah. So I had to design the page as if it was an easel, like a work of art in mm-hmm. a gallery, yeah, yeah. Um, which is what you know a lot of social marketers like to refer to Instagram or social as. And I didn't know how to design. Now I just still have a baseline understanding. So I thought we have about whatever. 2,000 followers at this point. What if I found an artist and I said, hey, artist, uh, if you design our official logo, we're going to do a full full story on our Instagram, on our Twitter, on our Facebook, all over the place. We're going to show you to our community and hopefully you'll get some attention from it. And he was like, done. No problem. I love what you guys are doing. It looks like the content's great. Um, but obviously it's missing uh a logo so right i mean this is it this is the this is the latest version there's a few others on shirts lying around here somewhere but he was like cool i'll do it so he designed this logo in exchange for being shared on our channels wow And, and that was the beginning of like that light bulb just as an entrepreneur and i thought what if what if i could create a channel that grows its followers uh, full of people who love avocado, but also design, health and wellness, fitness, cooking, uh, maybe even the vegan lifestyle. And in exchange, they would want to feature, in exchange for creating uh, work like this custom wow. skateboard or uh, a lot of other really cool things I wish I could show, we would share your story on our channels. And we would Got give it. you exposure. So it's more like the community helped build the community. Got it. That was awesome. So in your mind, are you saying, okay, I have a community. It's growing. We're engaged. We're avocado lovers, right? But there's only, but I don't have a product for this community. Are you thinking in your head, like, I need to get a product? Or are you just like, let's just build it and see what happens? When does the idea for a product come in? Because um, I want to talk about that because I know you have a Kickstarter campaign and want to get into that a little bit. But when does the idea for like, oh, I'm building a community. When can I, how can I leverage this community to actually sell them something or have them help me build a product or something? 
Yes. So I felt that I was very responsible before even thinking about launching a product. Um, I also didn't know how to launch a product. I certainly didn't know how to make hot sauce at the time, uh, like at all. Um, there was a day when we finally reached uh, 10,000 Instagram followers. Okay. Which, yeah, you know, it unlocks a couple cool features within Instagram, like the swipe up link. And at that point, I thought, all right, we're technically a micro-influencer Instagram account. Yeah. Uh, that's ultra, ultra targeted. And super niche, 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 like niche down yeah, to the ground. <laughs> but, but like super powerful for people who want to like, say, offer their new uh, maybe workout equipment or design uh, skills or... Mm -hmm. Uh, we did something with Kiehl's with their avocado face mask, okay. um, stuff like that. But I felt like the avocado club serves as a great curation account. And this is great. We can grow our following. We can grow our engagement. We can get them to our website, maybe get them to, you know, once we have a podcast, maybe um, listen to that. But the, the entrepreneur in me, the lover of food in me, and just kind of like my background was saying, you got to cook something you got to make something it's got to taste good it's got to look good and it's going to be by the avocado club a brand that you were close to shutting down and scrapping but got back up and said you know what let's make it happen um i wanted to always hold something in my hand and say i made this or my team made this it's ready for you and if you trust us to give us your money for this that would make me feel so incredibly fulfilled. It, it was that simple. So was it your background or your, you know, growing up with your parents being chefs that you decided I want to make something that that's like food related because you could have made an avocado face mask or, you know, could have made avocado merch and just sell, you know, that cool little logo on a shirt. Why, why, why food? Food is love. And entrepreneurship is love and creating is love. And I thought like I grew up, it would, it, I felt like it might even be a waste for me not to try to make something and to use my skills just as an average eater and eater of food to yeah. make something. Um, if it, we could have done a face mask, we could have done the shirts, uh, sure. But I wanted to join the culinary world and I, I I knew I didn't want to become a trained chef, like formally trained, which I'm yeah. not. Um, but I wanted to cook and I wanted to grill and I wanted to saute and I wanted to like everything. Yeah. So um, I just thought like it would it'd be almost irresponsible for me like to not make a food-based item and not join this world. And it's funny because the first idea was a food truck. Really? An avocado food truck? That would have been yeah. interesting. We actually, so that's going to be the next idea. And uh, the food truck concept was going to be fueled and like complemented by the hot sauce. Oh. Um, and we had a tasting event and it turned out people love the hot sauce a lot more than the food item. <laughs> so, so hold on a second. I just really, all right. You, again, you, you like cooking as like a, a hobby thing. Your parents are cooks. Yeah. You wanted to make a product. now. Where does the, I guess, the strategist in you or the person in you to say, all right, I'm going to make avocado, make some sort of food, but I'm going to make hot sauce. Why hot sauce? And first of all, what's the name of the hot sauce? It's called Hadi Avocati. So the fun part about this is that the name, once you know it, you'll never forget it. But for people who have never said it or seen it before, you can, it's said so many different ways, which is kind of like, we want to create this marketing challenge where like one day, like we'll be out like all these outdoor dining restaurants with free bottles wearing yeah. our inflatable crown hats and hold up a big poster board. And if they could say the name correctly on the first try, they'll get a free bottle of hot sauce. So uh, avocado in Spanish is aguacate with, okay. with one or aguacate with one E at the end. Uh -huh. But because I wanted this to be an original product, I wanted to represent the origin, the origin of like, true avocado which is mexico and i wanted it to rhyme because i'm big into alliteration and marketing and i just wanted it to be a fun name that people said like like pass me the hottie avocado and like our, our 
our customers are like hotties, like spelled spelled Hi. like h o t t t e yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly that's so all. that's the reaction we want right yeah. um so it's called hotty avocado hot avocado but it's like our take um there's no actual avocado inside but it uses avocado oil so technically there is um and we Oops. experimented yeah, Let's go, go back ahead. a second. How do you come up with hot sauce? And then how do you then go and make, say, you chose that sector, hot sauce. But yeah. where do you get avocado and hot sauce together? Like no one even thinks of that. So I, w- I will say there are a couple of brands that I, I do really, really like that use the avocado pulp, like the meat. Yeah. Uh, we don't do that. That's what kind of sets us apart. Uh, I was on a trip to San Francisco uh couple years ago, maybe a little mm-hmm. less. And I was visiting, uh, I have some family there, I have some friends there. And first of all, have you been uh, to, to SF, San Francisco? No, I, my, my brother's in San Diego. So I've been to San Diego a couple of times, but never San Francisco. I never went north of San Diego. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, well, th- there's a place in San Francisco. <laughs> there's a place in San Francisco. Can you uh, give me one more minute about the land? <laughs> so you're in San Francisco. <laughs> Yes, sir. So um, in a, I'm in a district called the Mission District in San mm-hmm. Francisco. And this place is, this region is famous for its tacos uh, or its Mexican cuisine. And I'm there with a friend who's been living there for a while. And we go on this like taco tour. Okay. So, uh, <clears throat> so we go to like maybe three or four different places and we each get like one taco at each place. And it's all amazing. It's also like the best some of the best food I've ever eaten in my life. Yeah. And um, I just thought like, you know, it'd be awesome on this. Like get some hot sauce. Like I, I love hot sauce. Um, ironically, I suffer from acid reflux. So every time I enjoy it, like I get heartburn it's, and like, yeah. it's killing you for days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's, but even now I mean, I'll, I'll do it. I'll always have a, put hot sauce. Um, and I just thought like in that moment, the company, the brand itself was like looking to do something different from just like content. Maybe we're going to like start our podcast or uh, start doing a vlog or something like new and bigger and different. And I just thought, you know, it'd be cool. Like if we, if, if the avocado club had its own hot sauce. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of like wired now to think like when I come up with an idea, so I'm sure a lot of your listeners, if not all, make and create things on a daily basis even in their head Mm -hmm. um it's just like i guess it's how we're wired it's in our dna but now when i come up with an idea i think how do i tie that into the brand that i've already established okay so that i can leverage the community that we've built and it's it's on brand it makes sense it's valuable and it tells a rich real uh non-bs story and I was like, you know what? When I get home, I'm going to try to make hot sauce. So I thought, okay. And, th- and that was it. I just wanted to make it. Mm-hmm. Um, so without did you any just alcohol. go home and then jump on YouTube and say how to make hot sauce? Like, is that what you did? Bingo. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Internet access, my friends. Uh, how to make hot sauce. I found the basic video because I didn't want to get too complicated. And from that video, I learned what the basic components like white vinegar uh, were needed for every hot sauce um, or most hot sauces. Mm-hmm. And I got my blender. I went to the market nearby. I was in Long Island City at the time. And I followed the instructions, the timing, the, the measurements. I mixed it all up. I tasted it and I spat it out. It was awful. Uh. It was so bad. It was like I was drinking a battery. Uh, exactly um so i was like all right is it still worth it i kept going i thought i want to do this because then i was starting to like envision what the bottle might look like what the branding might look like and like that stuff for me like the design of a product and how someone holds it and like shops for it that inspires me to like keep building something like all the time Mm -hmm. it's like all right so Let's let's find something else. Find the new video. Let's find more ingredients. Let me add this. Let me do this. Um, you know, I burned my fingers a couple of times cutting the chili peppers. You should okay. always 
Always wear gloves. Because <laughs> you don't want to like wipe your eye. <laughs> Ooh, that would be the uh, worst. <laughs> yeah. If you do, uh, and you're like de-seeding a pepper, a chili pepper, and it does touch your skin, just submerge it in milk for a little while. The lactose will pull out the capsaicin and the pepper, and you'll be good as new. Wow. Um, seems like you 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 seems like you had a couple of trial and errors with this. <laughs> yeah, man. It's uh but that's part of it. Like I was ready to make mistakes. I was ready to set the smoke alarm off. I was I think I was ready to burn my apartment down trying to get this right. Yeah. So from from start leaving FS, coming home, going on YouTube, reiterating, 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 how long was that process for you to create something that was like I guess that didn't taste like battery fluid. <laughs> to, to get to that point, maybe like maybe like two months to, oh, to wow. like start bottling something and like tasting it and be like, all right, this is pretty good. Um, the, Do you yeah, ask for help from like your mom and dad who are like chefs or you just are at home nah. just twink, tinkering <laughs> by yourselves and just figuring it out? Yeah, because look, I'm not, I'm not so proud that I'm going to like not ask for help because as an entrepreneur, it's the most powerful thing you can do. Yeah. Um, but I just, I wanted to see what I could do on my own, what I could accomplish as my, on my own, because I wanted to eventually, I wanted to be a founder, CEO, leader of a company. And if eventually we were going to hire a kitchen crew to make this stuff, I needed to be there to, to, to know what to do so that I can help them be better and have them do it as well. Um, and that just goes for everything within the company, uh, what we're going to do with the food truck, the uh, kids workshop, the social accounts, the vlog, the thousands of things we have prepared. I just, I kind of need to have hands on it and understand it so I can eventually hand it off uh, to a pro. Got it. So you just yeah. wanted to make sure that you knew it, just like how you built the account up and then now you can hand it off to someone to manage it. You wanted to be able to build the product, at least get it to a, a good place where then you could say, add your chef expertise on it and take it to another level. Absolutely. And this was a lesson that I learned from the many different roles that I've had, just uh, working in a startup, uh, working at a an agency in New York City, uh, corporate publishing. I worked at a big tech company, a mm -hmm. platform you probably signed into uh, sometime today. None of it, everything, I always took something from it. Okay. Always. Yeah. But none of it got me excited every morning to say, I cannot wait to go into the office today to build someone else's dream. <laughs> because I don't like, I know that's like a standard entrepreneurial thought, I was just like, I, I, I'm here. I know why I'm here in this role. I'm going to take what I can. I'm going to remember it. And when I'm ready to go it all in on my dream, I'm going to forget the things that didn't work. Rather, actually remember, remember them. the things that didn't work. Yeah. And then quickly forget. Them. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, just, just combine every mistake, every lesson into this ingredients in this recipe, I guess. Um, so you oh, yeah. have you built the community right you built the community avocado club it's still growing you're still doing brand deals stuff like that you now start working on the product at mm -hmm. what i mean at this point you've built most of this technically with no like instagram is free platform you don't have money in it you're, you're making a product you might use some of your cash that you're using to make product how do you then say you've never brought a product to market before now how do you bring a product to market. You got to buy bottles, labels, and it seems like you're a branding guy. So you're thinking about that, but how do you get that, like bring something to actual market? It's easy to tinker in your kitchen, but you know, how do you take it beyond that? So what I'm about to get into now, I think arguably might be the most valuable part of this podcast, okay. uh, in my opinion. Um, and I think it's going to help a lot of people who are trying to both find customers and also find partners, find help, find a team that is willing and ready to offer you advice. Mm -hmm. um, you're right. I had no idea what to do. I didn't know what kinds of bottles to get, the material, the size, labels, uh, caps. Do I need to wash the bottles? Like, do I need to sterilize them? For how long? People yeah. are going to be eating this. Do stuff. I do glass? Do I do plastic? Stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we can talk about that evolution uh, as well. But first thing I did was like, I tapped my, my social media brain and I was like, or the part of my brain. And I was like, 
where, which community can I go to now that is going to give me like the most value? Who do I reach out to? So I went to Facebook and I typed in hot sauce. That's it. With the results, I filtered by groups, Facebook groups. groups. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I was so oh, like positively overwhelmed with how, what the, engage, like, I'll just give an example. I posted and I said, Hey, in I think hot sauce fanatics, or like for the love of hot sauce, one mm-hmm. of those groups, I said, Hey, new to the game, really want to learn how to make this stuff. I'm a big fan. Does anyone have any advice? Within like maybe like 10 minutes or so, I went back, I refreshed Facebook and I got like 50 plus wow. notifications. And I thought it's probably like my mother who just liked all my profile photos again. <laughs> and I was like, no, I got tons of people who have been there. They've done it. They've made mistakes. They said, hey, send me a DM. Would love to help. Uh, well, you got to start with vinegar. And then, you know, where do you get your peppers? Or like, this is where I get my bot. These are where I get my bottles. So every component, they were like ready and willing to help because Facebook groups, in my opinion, is the way you bypass social media advertising. Yeah. Because they've already found your target audience. So if you're sincere and if your intentions are good and you introduce yourself like as yourself, not like a brand, someone who's trying to sell and you become a part of that community, it'll it'll pay you back 50,000 times over. I think the key you just said is become a part of that community. And that's the thing that most people disregard is to become part of the group and give advice, take advice, reach out. Like you really be advocating in that group. And like you said, it will pay returns. And I think you're right. It it gives you exactly your target audience all in one area and you could just go directly to them. Yeah, but it can go it can go south really quickly if you don't do it correctly. Yeah. So, uh, obviously, I'd love to open myself up for any listeners, people who are interested in like building their business, their product, or whatever. Finding customers on Facebook groups, I save all the templates uh, that I pasted into these groups mm-hmm. um, that have that have worked out really well. So I'm of course happy to do that. But After a while, you know, eventually I used their tips. I learned how to make a better hot sauce. And then eventually I thought, all right, I'm going to add avocado oil um, because I got to make it an avocado club hot sauce. And I did that and I held a tasting event because I thought I was a three Michelin star chef, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I'm just like, yeah, I'm the man. I could do this. You kidding me? Sure. Nothing, yeah. Everyone, bring bring your friends, bring your grandmother. Like I'll I'll make an amazing culinary experience for you. All right. Tasting event was a disaster. Um, we did the hot sauce. We made these like special tacos. Um, it was okay, but it was. I mean, we got some great feedback, right? Okay. But that sauce, I mean, it wasn't filtered. We still had all that gunk from like the ginger and like mm. it was chunky and watery. And like, I don't, why should you have this? I don't even want this. <laughs> <laughs> like, please take it. I don't want it. Um, after that, I looked at the feedback and I said, all right, I'm going to take this. I'm going to go back to my Facebook groups and I'm going to say like, what went wrong? Like, what do people like? How am I going to get you guys to buy this? Or even just like, accept a free sample from me and they were so incredibly helpful i learned how to properly strain the hot sauce to get the right consistency how to let it cool i like like let it cool for a certain amount of time um and to get the heat levels but i wanted it to be all natural because that's what we're promoting um and then eventually i found a place to get bottles i found a place to design labels i found a friend at the agency i worked at i said hey you're really talented. Like, do you want to design the label? And eventually I thought, all right, like we're ready to go. And I thought this is the four ounce and I'm, I'm holding it up to the camera now. Yeah. So I don't know if anyone can see, but it's a four ounce glass bottle that looks like it was found in a hundred year old uh, sandpaper factory. Yeah, it does. <laughs> that was, that was like abandoned. Yeah. Um, we were going for like a really industrial look. We wanted to focus on the ingredients and, um, this was this has been around for a while. It's like yeah. just a show bottle. But about maybe a month before we were gonna launch our Kickstarter, 
we did some more research because we needed to lower our cost. The cost was, I'll say right now, it was $3.33. We wanted to- For a four ounce bottle. Four ounces of this stuff, glass bottle. We wanted to, we needed to triple that for wholesale, mm-hmm. for a wholesale price. And then we needed to double that for a retail price wow. if we wanted to make money. Yeah, and there's no way you're going to sell a $6 hot sauce. <laughs> Think about it, ready? So 333 times three, that's like, that's nine, that's $10, yeah. 10 and change. Double that. We're not selling, I'm not selling this for $20. No one no one, you, you're not even going to get inside of a store or even direct to consumer for $20 avocado. Right. I, and I, 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 yeah. Sorry, I was going to say I panicked. Uh, I was terrified because I thought like, what the hell? All of this work, all this preparation, what are we going to do? So uh, I was talking to like a um, business partner and we thought like we need to we need to like cut the price in half, our production costs, because mm-hmm. we need to launch this thing. Um, so we discovered that we were able to double the amount of hot sauce, excuse me, change the bottle to a plastic squeeze bottle and cut our costs in half. So how does that, you gave more product, changed the bottle, but how are you actually cutting the price in half? So we got four, a four ounce glass bottle, right? Mm -hmm. What we did with that was we change the material to an HDPE plastic. Got it. Uh, it's like a squeeze plastic. Yeah. And it's an eight ounce bottle. Glass bottles, this type is way more expensive. So we were able to double, double the quantity of our hot sauce and cut our production in half, wow. which was which was a crazy happy accident, but it worked in a way that was like, how else can we save on our production costs? Because that's the name of the consumer packaged goods game yeah best products lowest price and like dude the avocado club we're all about partnerships like look at this thing we can who makes labels who gives the bottles who does the caps yeah so as of like actually like a couple days ago we got a label partner who is going to print these out at no cost in exchange for being the official label of hottie aguacate Wow. So it seems like this whole thing, I love this whole thing because it's just built off of your hustle, right? One, the Instagram page, build the audience, build a fan base, find a product to sell to them, hustle to figure out the actual product. And then now you're partnering with everyone possible to get your product made. So how do you, so how much money do you have in it? Not at this point, but like where, where you are right now, where you are like, how much money did you save? Cause you're now, you have a Kickstarter now and you're going to, you're looking for outside funding, but how much of your own money do you have in this thing? Because it seems like it was already generating before it actually, you actually got anywhere. Well, I held when this thing, like when I was like just building the community, I had a, total of maybe like five different jobs not at the same time yeah uh but i was i had full-time jobs and on my lunch breaks and after hours i was building this thing and i mean my paychecks were really going towards rent uh food some clothing maybe maybe some nights out and building this community and uh you know paying to do giveaways and uh, obviously paying for bottles for the labels at first for the ingredients, uh, the blender. I mean, to make a hot sauce, you need a lot of stuff. Right. But like, I would say, I couldn't even give you a real number with how much money has gone into it, but it's been a primary, uh, expense to just like, get everything to just make it happen. Yeah. So Before I jumped on this call, I looked up like how big the hot sauce industry is, right? And I looked it up. It's like roughly about $16 billion um, in the hot sauce industry. Is the goal to like eventually build this company up and sell it to something like a Mondelez or a Nestle or one of those type of things? Is that like the ultimate goal or is the goal to build a big avocado community with multiple product lines and kind of go from there? Definitely more the the latter. Okay. Um, I'm I'm a big believer in legacy, and I think maybe even more so nowadays we have this new urgency mm-hmm. to, especially as entrepreneurs, to build something to go after that thing because you know the world's uncertain. It always has been. 
Um, but now kind of allows us to just kind of make something that people will remember us by. Yeah. And for me personally, I would love to see the Avocado Club grow to a size that has multiple divisions. So like the hot sauce, the product is the product division. Um, the workshops we're going to do for kids, that's another division. Uh, the food truck, another one. So then you also have an IP on your shirt right now with the avocado, the, the, the character. That's a whole yeah. other IP by itself. Right. So, I mean, I would love to grow this team. I want to create the best working experience for any employee in, uh, in the history of time. Like, I want to be the leader that I wish I had since I started working at like 13 years old. Um, I remember everything, dude. Like, I remember everything that went wrong, everything that I didn't like, everything that made me physically anxious from these so-called managers. <laughs> and I'm just like, who, who is going to wake up and like Go to give you. their best? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so how has, yeah. how has, um, you know, 2020 has been a rough and interesting year for everyone. How has that impacted the avocado club? How has that impacted the business? Have you seen an upswing? Do you, what, what, what do you say is the biggest impact you have with 2020 and, and COVID being a thing? Yeah, man. So luckily it's really, I mean, it's, it's based online our brand. It's it's where our office is. Our office is basically our Instagram account at Join Avocado Club. We manage everything there. I mean, we have a website. We're actually redesigning it. But once this thing hit, we were actually scheduled to launch on my 30th birthday, March 24th of this year. We decided to hold off for obvious reasons. Mm -hmm. um, personally, I mean, Though, to give an explanation, I mean, I didn't feel good or excited about launching something and then saying, hey, everyone, I'm sorry about what's going on, but you want to buy some hot sauce? Like, I, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> That's so insensitive. <laughs> right. So I did two things. Let's hold off. We're going to delay it. And while we delay it, let's look for a social mission, a social driver. Like, we're going to make really good, badass hot sauce. But we're gonna we need to structure ourselves to give back to at least our own local community. Um, I would say right now we're not really doing much yet, but we formatted the Kickstarter in a way to show people that once we're fully funded and pumping out regular orders with the hot sauce, we're gonna be donating a percentage of the profits to help New York City restaurant workers. Wow, uh, people who have been like directly affected lost their jobs like their only paycheck now i'm not expecting it to be much at first but you never know with this industry like it could it could take off we're hoping it will but there's always going to be a part of the profits that we're going to be giving back and for me i think giving back to the people who make my culinary experience so amazing every time i you know pick up a souvlaki or some sushi or a thousand other things here uh that's where we want to kind of focus our uh, social responsibility, but if there's anyone else who, I mean, even your listeners, if there's anyone who feels like there's a cause that the Avocado Club could responsibly donate to, I mean, we'd, we'd love to hear from you and hear that story because, you know, it's a big driver of why we're doing this. And um, I'm just excited to put myself and my team in a position to give back in some way. So, yeah. That's is that going to be the continuous mission? Because we've interviewed um, a company called um, the uh, Soulful Project, um, and their business model is to uh, each each one of their oatmeals that they sell, they give one to a food bank, and that food bank internally you know distributes their food. Their goal is to eventually have as much categories in the supermarket as possible. Um, so is that going to be a part of your mission going forward, like always helping in the communities that you guys are growing into? Definitely 100% and always. That's awesome. Uh, even if it, I mean, look, I'll, I'll cut my, like once we get to a place where we have like salaries or we start paying each other, because we're still very much in the startup phase, yeah. though we've made a lot of progress. I mean, I see the long-term vision. I mean, I'm I'm 30 years old now and I'm looking at what it's going to be like when I'm 60. Like I want this thing to be, I, I see the long-term vision. And if it means me like foregoing a salary, taking a big chunk out of it to help grow like our mission and to show people like what we're about, I'm going to do it every day. 
Um, it just like kind of, kind of comes natural to me. Maybe it's the way I was raised, but right now, especially like people need help, they need assistance, they need guidance, and sometimes that just means cash. That means money. Just to yeah. get the basics. So. so yeah. Can you tell our audience about the Kickstarter? Because, you know, granted, that's, you know, you have a mission to grow this company and get. So uh, before we get into any of the questions, I want you to tell them about the Kickstarter, how they can get involved. What does the Kickstarter come with? Stuff like that. Yeah. So the Kickstarter is to support the launch of our hot sauce, Hade Agricade. It is an avocado oil based hot sauce. And the ingredients are white vinegar avocado oil, tomatillos, jalapenos, shallots, garlic, ginger, sea salt, and lime. It's all natural. It's delicious. Uh, this is a mild to medium flavor. We're launching two other flavors down the road that'll have a little more heat, a little different flavor. Um, if you go to uh, the link in our bio, uh, at Join Avocado Club on Instagram, or you can search Kickstarter. I will put uh, all of that in the description as well. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that'll probably be the easiest way. And then, uh, we have 14 different reward tiers that you can choose from mm -hmm. depending on how much you want to donate. And it's, it's from pledging $1 to just say, Hey, I support you guys. This looks great to $1,500, which will get you a hundred bottles of hot aguacate. <laughs> wow. eight ounces. Oh, just, you, you just wait. Uh, every reward above, and we're going. We partnered with a crown maker in Miami, mm -hmm. who's going to make you a custom twenty-four carat, uh, twenty-four carat gold crown measured to your head that looks just like this, pulled from our logo that you're going to wear because you are the Kickstarter Club King or Queen. Wow! And there's only five days left to claim it. We don't know who's going to get it, but if nobody claims it, we're going to make it. And then we're going to donate the, the amount we paid for. Whoever buys it, yeah. that money is going to go towards charities that we're working with. Nice. That's um, awesome. Yeah. But I mean, look, I know I'm the founder of this thing, but the hot sauce itself took a total of like two years to perfect, to put into this bottle, to make it good enough to share with the world. We've got some amazing feedback. Um, retailers who love it, who are ready to sell it. But uh, each bottle is 25% off right now on Kickstarter, and that doesn't change throughout the tiers. If you get one bottle, you get 12 bottles. Um, it's really the best value right now, but honestly, it, it kind it's kind of weird to ask now for people to contribute because we hit our goal within the first five days of launching. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, and I'm I'm like, I'm ready to go. I'm grateful. Like, this is amazing, but there are five days left. So if anyone is interested, please obviously go check us out. Um, if you want to do a product trade, if you're an entrepreneur who has a product, we can trade you. We can do some fun stuff there, but uh, would love your support. Uh, yeah. So I can hear my audience right now. And these are like the last questions I can, I, I'm going to ask you. Yeah. One, you know, you had managers that you hated. You went to places that you went, you hated to work in, um, still went there to get your check like everyone else. There's someone right now there on the sidelines. They hate what they're doing. They hate what they're doing or they love what they're doing, but they hate the people they're working for. But they have something cooking on the side like you. They have something they're working on. What advice would you give them? It'd be, wow. I would, first I'd say like, call me. Let's have a, let's have a long conversation. But in the interest of time, I'll say, first, understand why you're in this job and what you're trying to get out of it. If it's money for rent, for groceries, to support a family, cool. If it's because you want a career there, awesome. But keep in mind, if you, once you know what that why is, you got to own it. You got to stick to it. Um, I myself have waffled back and forth many times with many jobs, thought about quitting and starting my own thing. But like, if you're not, ready and feeling responsible to do so maybe maybe stick it out the other side of me i mean the main side the entrepreneur in me will also say just try it and be ready to fail because mistakes are fun as long as you get back up and if you make a few bad batches and you're willing to taste it and then you're willing to understand it when I say batches, I mean, whatever it is you're making or creating or helping build, um, it's only going to get better. 
And there's nothing, there's nothing better, I'll tell you right now, than being ready to introduce a product or a service to people who are excited to receive it, who are ready and who are rooting for you. And entrepreneurship's a never ending journey, in my opinion. It will never, ever, ever end. You're going to fail every day, but it's going to be so worth it. And that's why the people you look up to, the people, the videos you watch, this podcast that you're listening to, which is awesome, you're looking for permission. You're seeking someone to say, go for it, but like, you don't need us. I'm not trying to like defer listeners away. Everyone should listen to this podcast. It's awesome. Uh, I'm saying it's within you to go after your dream. And if you love it, like you'll, you'll make it happen. And if you don't make it happen, it means you never loved it or you didn't think it was worth it. Um, Obviously, you know, I'm a big believer in, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk. I read his books. I was on a show a couple of times. Uh, eat dirt for a while, like, so you can live in the clouds. There's nothing better than taking a risk, believing in what you're doing, having someone try it, a paying customer, try it and say, I love it. Can I please have some more? Um, trust your network, trust your skills, trust your gut. And just like, make sure you're having fun. Like, don't stress. This is fun. And uh, whenever you launch what you're launching, I'd love to try it. I'll be ready to pay for it if it's within my budget. <laughs> but <laughs> if there's if there's anything, yeah, I mean, come on, we're entrepreneurs, right? Um, but if there's anything that I can help with, um, I can help with social media, branding, design for free. I'd be happy to just talk to people, give them overall just advice. Um, it's been tough. A lot of cuts, a lot of bruises, but like, what's better than like having your own thing, making the rules and just going after it. Also, I just want to close by saying exercise. We have positivity within us that could be unleashed if we move our body. It's amazing. It's a superpower. So whew, a little worked up, but I'm excited because this is, this is awesome. So um, just go for it. Build your team and uh, break some eggs. And just like that, guys, another illustrious episode is in the can. Man, Brandon's story is phenomenal. Literally built an Instagram page about avocados to then uh, start up a hot sauce uh, brand from that. And that's incredible what you can get accomplished nowadays. Um, and, you know, again, hit up the Avocado Club, contribute to the Kickstarter, um, buy some of those products. Let them sh let, let's show them that H for Hustle, the Hustle Nation knows how to support brands. So that's all I have for this week, guys. That's it. Boom.